Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And around here, April actually is the month of April. Yes, we did this before. April is back. When you download the My Talk app and register, you are eligible to win the nice prize. It's a Royal Caribbean Bahamas cruise. That is thanks to Bell Destinations and Sun Country Airlines. Simple step center. You download the My Talk app if you haven't already done so. Register on the app, and that's all you have to do. Also, you can listen on the app uh, to win our daily prize of $107. Do it today. Don't delay. Thank you so much. Hey, Donnie, you know, we never asked you what your weekend claim to fame was. I think you oh, had something to share with us. I had us. two movies. Okay. I had Gloria Bell. <gasps> Wasn't that was good? Was it good? It was very good. Did you good. see it too? Yeah. Yes. I, uh, oh. I'm thoroughly in love with Julianne Moore. Did I you want to take admit my mom? That. Uh, No. Mm-mm. Okay. She is just wow. wasn't she amazing? Yeah. I mean, how can she not be nominated for an Oscar? I hope she, she was is everything in that for movie. An Oscar. One of my favorite po- and can I say this when she sings in the car? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's just really terrible. good. I wanted to ask you something. Where did you? I, I saw it at the Alamo Draft House. I saw it at uh, like AMC that? Roseville. Well, it was the first time we had been there, and prior to the, even the trailers, they were showing Julianne Moore. In some soap opera from 1986, they were showing a scene. Yeah, she was on General that. Hospital. No, it wasn't General it Hospital. Wasn't General. One, one Life to, to Live, maybe? I can't yeah, remember. I it was kind of fun one. to see her way back yeah, in 1986. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I enjoyed that thoroughly. The other one, uh, I did see The Highwaymen. Oh, did you like it on Netflix? You know, time usually doesn't bother me. This time it did. It did. It would it's drag too on. Long. It's too long. Oh. It is too long. Oh, how yeah. long was it, Donald? It was over two hours. Oh, yeah, hmm. and it just is that a, is that a review? It was just too long. No, no, it, it's a it's He's good. He's never said that before. You yeah, know, I, I can now say before. no. Time doesn't no, bother no, no, me. No, you no. consistently <laughs> say every I fell asleep. I half watched it, or it was twenty minutes too long. We no, like it. Th- this you... one was too long. It was, but Kevin Costner and uh, Woody Harrelson are very good as the, the basically retired lawmen that are brought out of retirement by the uh, the governor. But of it Texas. doesn't matter because it was too long. Well, that's why. Well, that's not the only critique, though. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, yes, it was too long, but it was still worth watching. 
You that is such a lie, right? No, there. it is not. I watched it all the way through. But, but I, you were would, bored. I would. <laughs> I give up. Don't fill in the words <laughs> in his mouth. Julia's Time not going to watch it. Doesn't usually Leave bother me. me. Is how this review started. <laughs> yes, it's true. But this time it, it did. It, right. But it's it worth was, watching. It is okay, worth now watching. That is. Um, Put it I, on pause. Go for a walk. Come back. What do you want from me? Well, that's, that's not how I like to watch my movies. And that's how I watch Roma. I didn't you, do that. I didn't do that. I watched it all the way through. Yeah, but, but you were burned. But didn't you watch it. Roma in three parts? Yes. Well, that one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, see, see? <laughs> all right, Johnny. Time doesn't usually bother me, but yeah. this time it does. But it's worth watching. So what did you give that? Like a three star? Out no. Of five no. Star? I gave it two. Two and a half. Okay. So it's not even worth it. So let's just be honest. Give it a bad grade, Donnie. Not, Netflix isn't listening. What I'm saying is it was interesting to see the story of Bonnie and Clyde through their eyes. But it was boring. Well, I, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm really. Donnie, I'm Hollywood speaking you and you're trying to oh, sugarcoat yeah, it. Yeah. Families of people that Bonnie and Clyde killed are happy that this movie is out because okay. they feel that Bonnie and Clyde is been romanticized exactly. as this Robin Hood, right. and yes. they did they they created a lot of chaos and, and murdered people all along yes. the way. Yes. And right. so, some of the families have spoken out, and they're very happy this movie has been made. Because you're absolutely right. They were treated like they were movie, bigger than movie, movie stars, stars. And they were killing people. All right. Well, here, yeah. I'm going to give a little love for this movie because I, I think this sounds kind of incredible. We loved Emilio Estevez. Remember he gave us the movie about he and his dad? the March. The, the, the walk. walk. Oh, yeah. the, the, the path. The, yeah, the, the path. The, the, uh, it's called something the else, walk. but the walk in Spain. Walk, yes, 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 yes. The religious kind of, walk. Yeah, it was kind of a yes. small movie. And we heard about, and I know Emilio Estevez was here at the Minneapolis Public Library showing this movie, and it's called The Public. And so here's Emilio Estevez. In the movie is Alec Baldwin is in it, and Michael Williams. And Michael Williams is, he was on Boardwalk Empire. He was um, in Happen Leonard. He played Whitey on Boardwalk Empire is. with yeah. the scar on his face. Anyway, he's he, he, it. In the night, too. He and in, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The night of. Okay. The so, night of, sorry. Uh, here's Emilio Estevev talking about how he got the idea for this movie, The Public. This is a significant day. I did not know this, but today in particular is yes. significant. This was the day that the idea was kind of hatched in that's your right. mind. That's right. How do you April remember? April 1st, 2007. Yeah, April Fool's Day. That's right. The <laughs> yeah. LA Times arrived at the house. I opened it up. I read this article written by a former uh, Salt Lake City librarian, yeah. Imship Ward. And the essay was about how uh, libraries have become de facto homeless shelters and how librarians have become de facto social workers mm-hmm. and, and now first responders. And so this 12-year journey has sort of watched, I've, I've watched uh, the, the elements of the story mm-hmm. unfolding in real time. Uh, so, so to finally be able to make this film, we wrapped it up two years ago, and uh, it, it, the editing process was was a long one, but uh, but here we are. So, and of course, you can see that how public they're public buildings; anyone can go in there. So, people, the people, probably. I mean, you just can imagine. I need help doing this, trying to figure out this, that, and the other thing. So, I think it's a really. I, I like how Emilio Estevez in his filmmaking is he just finds these stories because he had a similar story about how he decided to do this one. The other one, the one where he was in Spain showing the pilgrimage. Do we understand what this is about, though? He just said what it was about. Oh. It's basically it's kind of it's a fictionalized version of 
the libraries. Homeless people in Yeah, Cincinnati so I don't know how we library. fictionalize it based on this true story, but um, I haven't seen the movie yet. It hasn't opened yet. I think it opens this Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Here's Alec Baldwin. Maybe he can describe the plot for you and make you want to go. <laughs> give us a sense of what the plot line is from your perspective. I don't want to give yeah. away too much, but um, surprise, surprise, up. Emilio's a do-gooder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does really positive, socially uh, progressive things in yeah. the film. And you? And, uh, and I, I, I play uh, the, the hostage negotiator yeah. who comes with this group of men, and mm-hmm. I think it's all men, no women. It is, that's right. that's right. It's all men for a very special reason. That's right. Later yeah. on. Um, but um, they take over the Cincinnati Library. So when Emilio Estevez gives you a call, Alec, and says, hey, I've got, I've got a project, do you say yes, then read it? Do you read it and then say yes? It's, it really is more like the former, because yeah. I think that, um, it, you know, I, I say this and I embarrass him uh, publicly and privately this way, that everywhere you go, there are a few people who are doing what he's doing. Yeah. Doing his own thing, making his own films, writing them, uh, shepherding them over years and years mm-hmm. and years. So when he calls you, you definitely say, I'm in. So that's Alex Baldwin's uh, opinion on yeah. it. And let's just remember who Emilio Estevez was oh. married to for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Paula, Paula Abdul. Abdul. Yeah. I always, that. that one just, that yeah. was like the odd <laughs> oh, yeah. couple alert of the 80s. Okay, here's Michael Williams. We got to get him talking about Michael, I, was, I watched an interview that you did on this project, and you said that the role you played changed your changed your life in a way. How did it? You play a homeless man in this. You know, this role changed my life because it it, it changed the way I looked at the library. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't I didn't realize how how cr- critical the library is to some people because I have the luxury of buying a computer and I don't have to go to the library mm-hmm. anymore. And you know, like Emilio said, the library levels the playing field mm-hmm. like through all classes. At one point, everyone needed a library. You know, some people still still do. And, you know, um, it, you know, when I was, I remember going to work one day and I got there a little early. Our work hours were from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning um, when the library was closed. And I witnessed um, some people coming out of the library. And I was like, who are these new background people? Because by this time, we knew everybody. Yeah, right. who were they? And I was like, oh, those are not actors. Those are actually the people that I'm portraying in this wow. film. Yeah. So I love his voice. It's I so, do too. It's yeah. so sexy. The movie Emilio did before was called The Way. The Way. Yeah, which is excellent. Yeah, yes. it really is good. So um, anyway, so I just thought that kind of movie sounds interesting. And I love it that Emilio Estevez just kind of works. You know, he's able to just work and he doesn't do the Hollywood movies. No, and he I know. just does his projects that he... It's so weird that... Emilio and Charlie Sheen are brothers. Yeah. They're so different. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they so. kind of look alike, I guess, you know? Mm. If you see them yeah. with their dad, yeah. you yeah, can tell they're dad. related. Okay, Cillian Murphy, do you know who that actor is? No. Look him up, Google yeah. him, right. Julia. He's he's see um, Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders. He's got real striking eyes. He's yeah. been yes. in a lot of yes, things. Yes, yes, oh yes. Okay, it, yes. he can be very scary, I think. Yes. And he is going to be in um the Hollywood Reporter says he's in talks for a role in the Quiet Place sequel. 
I do not want him to be Emily oh, Blunt's new husband. I don't either. He's too scary. I mean, he's was Christopher Nolan's go-to yes. villain. Yeah, in Batman Begins yeah. and Batman Forever or whatever. And Emily Blunt and the kids who played her kids are all coming back. And um, anyway, I don't want him to be the new guy. I don't either. Yeah. But he's maybe he'll be a neighbor. Looking. There is yeah, something about survivor. his eyes. Yeah. Well, because they're so piercingly green. Is and that what it is? They're green. Um, yeah, they're too light. Too it's light. like, um, yeah, they're, he's Irish, but has a, yeah, he's scary looking. Yeah, but he's yet handsome looking. and stunning at the same time. Okay, now this He sounds, combines all those things together. Why does this sound so familiar? Donnie posted for you, when the world is under attack from terrifying creatures who hunt their human prey by sound. Hello, Bird Box. A 16-year-old Allie Andrews, played by Kieran and Shipka, who lost her hearing at 13, and her family seek refuge in a remote haven. Hello, a quiet place. Right. Yeah, they're just combining the two. But they discover a sinister call to her eager to explore. So they have married Bird Box and A Quiet Place, and Stanley Tucci's in this movie, and it's called The Silence. We posted it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Will ya? Oh, sure. But doesn't We're, it sound like, yeah, uh, it like they mashed those two movies oh, totally. together? Anyway. Okay, did any of you guys watch Bad Blood? Not the Theranos one, but Bad Blood on Netflix. It's about the Canadian mafia no. and no. drugs. No. No. I just started it today. Mm. Did you know that Toronto is a big drug? No, Montreal. Oh, that, I did know that. It's a big, huge, huge, yes. huge yes. drug place. Did yeah. you know that, Lori? And the yeah. mafia is huge. This this is a new Netflix show. Is it? It's, I'm going to pass on it. No, it's actually kind of good. Is I it? think you would like it. Mm. Oh, I'm giving it a bad, bad description. Yeah. But, you know. Ain't nobody got time for this show right <laughs> now. Think... We got to get to the Dirt Alert. We'll be right, right back. Fine. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly Hollywood, what do you got for us? Let's go. Yeah. Let's get to it. All right. Let's get some dirt. So I want to update you on the murder of hip hop star Nipsey Hussle. He was killed yesterday afternoon in Los Angeles, gunned down. Now we're getting some new details, according to the L.A. Times, that the gunman who shot and killed Nipsey Hussle was likely someone close to him. This according Mm. to law enforcement sources talking to the L.A. Times. They believe that the motive was personal rather than part of a local gang feud like many had suspected. Now, Nipsey Hussle, of course, was an L.A. native. And uh, he was a self-admitted member of the Rollins 60 Street crew, which he once described as one of the biggest crip gangs of our generation. And Nipsey Hussle posted a cryptic tweet just hours before he was killed, saying having strong enemies is a blessing. And Hussle was one of the three people shot yesterday. The other two victims both survived. And cops described the suspect, who was gang ties and was still at large today, as a black male in his 20s. And he allegedly opened fire on Hussle and two other individuals while they were standing outside Nipsey Hussle's Marathon Clothing Store in South Central Los Angeles. And surveillance footage obtained by TMZ shows that a person, possibly the gunman, darting away from the scene after the shooting. So it seems like police are on the trail of this uh, gunman. And it... Maybe hopefully they'll be able to get him. He's been buying soon. up like abandoned real yes. estate and, and trying to like do something, like start some businesses, do some affordable housing. He's like making a, a documentary. Guy. He was like trying to yep. help the community. Yeah, you know. And to that point, Lori uh, Nipsey Hussle was scheduled to meet with Los Angeles Police Department today to talk. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for 
years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About the ways he could help stop gang violence and help the children and the kids who are living in that neighborhood. Yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with his yeah, music, but I love a 33-year-old rapper that names himself Nipsey Hussle after Nipsey Russell, the comedian who was so, I mean, he was iconic in yes, the 60s was. and 70s yeah. and into the 80s, I guess, Nipsey. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah this is a big loss uh, today. So, you know, people hopefully will the be able to find the gum in the hip-hop community, definitely mourning the loss of And Nipsey he knew Hussle. everybody. I mean, oh, every, yeah. in the sports world, Rihanna, I mean, it was like kind of amazing. Like he just knew, well, I guess it, living in L.A. Yeah, too. yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, this is the lead story. One of them on page six today, that supermodel Pat Cleveland has been diagnosed with colon cancer. And she only discovered this last month after appearing on the Tommy Hilfiger catwalk in Paris. And it was one of the first uh she stayed in Paris and fell ill, rushed to the hospital where doctors discovered colon cancer. She had no idea whatsoever. She underwent surgery on March 23rd. She's still in Paris at the American Hospital is in intensive care. Now, uh, a GoFundMe page has been set up by her husband to pay for her treatment. They've raised $43,000 of its $150,000 goal. Now, this might be shocking to you. It is. But they said that she has no insurance except for Medicare, and Medicare won't cover expenses outside of the United States. Oh, of course. All right, so Pat Cleveland, supermodel, when you say that she was a supermodel in the 60s and 70s, first African-American model, she achieved prominence as a runway model and print model. You recognize her. Yeah, you would. I looked her up Mm because I'm like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, yeah. So she has no health insurance, only Medicare, won't cover anything outside of the country and uh, her husband on the GoFundMe page Paul Van Ravenstein said that uh, we didn't think about it because Pat was so healthy but we had no option to set up a GoFundMe page because he said even though Pat was very famous back you know in the 60s and the 70s there it wasn't, wasn't big money then no there wasn't money no, no. it wasn't money so I mean it yeah. was but it wasn't but like the like big today. money when no. it got to be yeah. yeah I mean she wasn't like a, a Hadid sister no. or anybody no. making this kind of money yeah so we wish her the best she's still in Paris but hopefully We'll be back in the United States soon. Uh, Chris Rock calling out Jesse Smollett at the NAACP Image Awards. And uh, I guess they, had, they didn't want anyone to, to say, say anything, anything. Yep. which is silly. It, but yeah, that's pretty really much impossible yep. yeah. to not comment yep. on that. So Chris Rock uh, presenting at the NAACP Image Awards on Saturday. He said, you, get, you don't get no respect from me, he said, of Jesse Smollett. And uh, Chris Rock first joked that he was told not to talk about Jesse Smollett while he presented the award for Outstanding Comedy Series. Chris Rock said, they said no Jesse Smollett jokes. I know. What a waste of white skin. He said, no, what I could do 
So he went on to joke and he said, What the hell is he thinking oh, from now? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, so Didn't he, he just, say, He goes, I'm not, I'm going to call him Jesse. He doesn't yeah. get the you anymore he doesn't or get, something. Yeah. Or the. the yeah. 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 So Jesse wasn't that, there. No, he, he wasn't. He didn't show up. No. Well, I Were you shocked oh. when you saw that they dropped everything? Oh, I texted yeah, yeah. you that day. I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, oh, the Jesse Smollett yep, charges. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what the heck is going on there. It seems like. Uh, bad deal on his side and um like you know he lied and they couldn't prove it yeah and i don't know how jesse smollett's career is going to necessarily recover after this and i think that his people are probably like hey maybe we'll just lay low so people don't maybe think about this story Mm -hmm. anymore until we can decide what to do and move forward uh chrissy teigen she's opening up on social media about her new normal after gaining 20 pounds after the birth of her second child, Miles, she said that before she had kids, she admitted to weighing herself up to three times a day. And she weighed herself so much that she knew how much she should weigh at certain times of the day. And then when she was asked, of course, Chrissy, the author of cookbooks, she has a, a kitchenware line. She was asked on Twitter, how do you eat like this? And then she just said, you know what? I'm weighed 20 pounds more than I was before. And I'm totally fine with that. She said, I didn't lose the last bit of weight after Luna because she loves to eat. So. She's just being really candid about and, that. And so was uh, Drew Barrymore today. Oh. I'm 20 pounds heavier. This is just the way it is. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, of course it's well, okay. You can't have the weight that you had when you were like 15, 20, 25. Like when you, then you've had a couple of children and you're, I mean, it's just impossible. That is the thinnest. If you're going to be thin, that is when you're the thinnest. Life happens. Yeah. And bodies are if you changing like to constantly. Eat. Yeah. But if you don't like to eat, you can well, be back to that. I, even if people who don't like to eat, your metabolism doesn't work like that forever. Well, no, it doesn't. Mm-mm. It just it just simply doesn't. We're all just human beings mm-hmm. walking around. And I'm glad that Chrissy Teigen is being up front. And Drew Barrymore, too. Yeah. About oh, yeah. that as well. I wish she'd get on a different show than that Santa Clarita diet. And, and see with Timothy off of his pants. He's she's wasting. Those are two great actors. Yeah. You but know, I kind of want to test it this year because they have. Un- I know. So bad, Julie. You'll absolutely <laughs> hate it. You don't yeah. like zombie anything. I know. Walking dead people. I watched the first I half of the first, first season one. of the Santa Clarita Diet, and I do not recommend it to you, Julia. Mm-hmm. Even I though know, Drew Barrymore is a delight. Timothy Oliphant is Timothy a delight. Off, of, off of his pants. Yes. They're all delightful, but that's yeah. just like not the right show. Finally, if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you happen to be going to Las Vegas oh. in the next couple of weeks, Weeks, the Bellagio water fountains are going to be dancing for your pleasure to the Game of Thrones theme song happening twice nightly until the 13th. And then the show debuts. And they're showing um, Game of Thrones scenes in somehow they're broadcasting them. So it comes up in the fountains. Pictures cool. of the dragon. I saw that. It looks so cool. I mean, and wow. Like, it's everyone official. has the 14 things you must know about Game of Thrones, the 21 things you'll never forget. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is Game of Thrones fever. It's happening, folks. It's the fever. Yes. All right. What's Is it a fever out there on the road? No, actually, it's very chilly. Oh, There's okay. not a lot going on, oh, so it's good. good for everybody. The only thing I really have for you to watch out for is a hold the way out in Victoria. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up in the All right, let's talk about it, people. I got good news for people who are on Tinder. What's happening on the well, old Tinder? Okay. Do you remember what I told you that what's the number one thing women lie about and the number one thing men lie about? Women um, lie about their weight. 
And men lie about how many partners and sex they've had. They lie about their height. height. Oh, okay. That's the number one lie okay. on Tinder. Weight and height. height. Okay. okay. It's like a driver's license. That's right. Exactly. So they're trying to bring some truth back. Right now, they're only working on the height side of thing. Well, what do you have to stand up in front of no, something? No, listen. They called their new... They said... Um, Tinder introduces the thing you never asked for but always wanted. Tinder height verification coming soon. And the company <laughs> said it's come to our attention that most of you five foot teners out there are actually five foot six. The charade must stop. This type of dishonesty doesn't just hurt your matches, it hurts us too. Wow. Did it ever occur to you Own that it. we're five six and actually love our medium height? Did it ever occur to you that honesty is what separates people from sinister monsters? Of course not. Well, height line ends here. To require everyone under six feet to own up to their real height, we're bringing truthfulness back into the world of online dating. So, what do you have to stand up at a Super America? They the have door to do on the way out? a screenshot of them standing next to any kind of commercial building and some kind of proprietary magic happens on the old Tinder servers. And if users are telling the truth, they'll get a height verified badge on their profile. Okay, that's hysterical. And um, they said they've had the tool for years, but are only no rolling it now to users after complaints. The number one complaint of catfishing on Tinder is height catfishing. Okay, that's just so funny. Fewer than... 15% of American men are taller than six feet. Fif- fewer than 15? 15%. Ooh, I'm in rare company. Yeah. Okay, let me just tell you. I'm trying to think of on my Tinder dating if I had met. Um, if you, if, what if there's going to be weight verification? Well, how are they going to do that? You have to step on a scale and... No, a picture of you that you're not... In a bikini like Jennifer Lopez? No, but a picture of you like maybe just standing next to something and... A traffic sign? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, they don't have that. I mean, All we get is height verified badges. That's so well, funny, but I kind of think it's a good idea. Donnie, are they f- April fooling us? It's I a, want yeah. this to be true so bad, it's, though. It's a joke. It's but so I kind of think it, it wouldn't be a bad thing. And I'll tell you why I think it's a good idea. Because what is the point of saying you're six feet tall, then the person meets you, and you're, and you're five eight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I know, like, it's I'm like not getting a, into a college. You can't. You're not smart, smart enough, enough to get into, it and you have to go to the classes. Uh, Tinder, try and work on this, really. But here's my thing with my girlfriends that are tall. Yeah. Some of them are heightest. You do have t- tall they're girlfriends, heightest. yeah. But they're heightest. They what, will. Yes. They're heightest. What's they, a heightest? They it's discriminate against, against a guy who's not oh, under six feet. I see. Who they have. They have. They will only date six foot tall and men and over. And I'm always like, you're taking out eighty five. Now I know the number eighty five percent of the population. Right. No, I have to be taller. You know, the guy's got to be taller than me. And I'm like, okay. I'm glad I didn't have that when I met Casey because he, you know, he's he, short. Well, I mean, he's. He's the tallest man you've ever met. He's the tallest man I've ever met with big broad shoulders, damn it. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, 15% of men. So anyway, 
Tinder, I wish this wasn't an April Fool's joke because I love it. Well, I would love to have, you know, like the Purina seal of approval on the Tinder profile. Oh, yeah. Purina? Well, no, but there would be like this little seal, like this okay. red seal, some kind right. of a badge, yeah, you know. Yeah. Purina is a dog food company, so I don't think they ever had the seal. It would be more the good house. Yeah, maybe that one. She would dismiss me. And so, the, so if you had the animal food... <laughs> That means your tail would wag so many times and you you would... Lori, anyway. I want to meet someone with the Perino seal of approval today. Damn it. Where well, is it? Isn't there a dog food with like some blue ribbon on it? Some seal of approval? Well, sure, blue but buffalo it's the dog is food dog world. Food. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. A it's little called, badge of, of height approval for all my girlfriends who are heightest. They would love this on Tinder because this is the thing I that think dudes lie some about. Some people would like the weightest seal too, Probably. because that's a lot of things women lie about. That's the number one women. Yep. Women lie about their weight. Men lie about the height. Jeez. I know it. I just lied about everything. Yeah. <laughs> there was no you know, sooner or later, something's going to happen. Yep, and that's right. Okay, here is. Uh, uh, just a little something for you. I wished I'd known about this when I lived in Japan, but obviously we never got to Nagoya to celebrate the Phallus Festival. The penis I, I festival. can't believe your parents didn't take you elementary students to the Penis Festival. Yes. I, I would like to call they, the Muti right now. I know, they called each other Booby and Weenie. Yeah, I can't believe that they weren't kind of, you know... Well, the festival is called Honensai. Honensai, which okay. means... To Peaky. wish fertility, okay? okay? So people who are, they throw a massive festival packed with honanse, symbols are- everywhere. Well, it's fertility, but there are wiener statues. There are cream-filled cakes that look oh. like members. There are throbbing monsters that are paraded through the streets. Like you know, like the wind socks. Yeah, like the wind socks. Mm-hmm. Visitors, there's, there's all kinds of people. It's all about fertility. <laughs> So mm-hmm. they, there's when, a, is, when is this festival? Well, it's just finished. So unfortunately, oh, sure. you have to we plan for it. next year. The The largest wooden penis crafted each year from Japanese cypress is carried by a group of men, and it weighs about usually 900 pounds. Wow. Wow. And it's the one where people try and do the most prayers and tributes to because they're trying to get pregnant. And you oh. lucky guests can give the wooden penis a kiss on the tip. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Of the wooden statue. Wow. Someone has to climb all the way to the top. (laughs) All the food Mm -hmm. is shaped like Mm -hmm. a banana. Mm -hmm. Uncircumcised hot dogs, artfully designed pancakes, (laughs) chocolate chip bananas. Mm -hmm. The plane tickets to Japan that are Uh, Yeah. Anyway, carve some food in a phallic shape and. Yeah, honensai. Yeah. Honensai. 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 And just pray over it. Fantastic. According to Plenty of Fish, and I don't think this is a a April Fool's joke, um, condoing is the new dating trend that's happening as a result of Marie Kondo, the Japanese, you know, cleaning lady, tidying joy. Bringing joy. Um, and so just like Marie Kondo says, ditch any object that doesn't spark joy as a way to tidy your home. Condoing means dumping anyone who isn't bringing joy into your romantic life. Why not? Well, maybe someone who doesn't want to commit, but you do. 
Um, but expects you not to date anyone else. Please. Someone who only asks you to come over and never takes you out. You're mm. just really booty call. Yeah. Girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, know your worth. The person who, like, you know, takes you out but puts you down half the time and then wants to, you know. Wants you to go get the car so they, and pay. Yeah, yeah, just. You know that person. Yeah. Kind of. You don't just, mind to see my friends. Can you go get the car now? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. About that, I, well, I think, think we you needed should Marie Kondo your life anyway. Yeah, now that we know about it, mm-hmm. sparked is this sparking joy? Is this person sparking joy? That's right. What am I gonna do? All right, here's a, just another little nugget, nugget for you. A little horny, horny tie. This is from eHarmony. Everybody has released their dating trends from the first quarter. <gasps> Because oh, it's over. How are things going? Well, according to eHarmony, <laughs> 64% of men are in relationships with someone who shares significant personality traits with their mom. And the, that research comes from the personality test that you have to fill out on eHarmony because that's the longest yes, one. Yes, that is. All right. So and they like their moms. The research compared 18 key personality traits in moms and their son's partners before averaging them out. And the number one... Um, trait between moms and their partner, their okay. son's partners, tolerance levels, respecting and valuing other people's opinions regardless of differences. That came out number one well, on that, top. So that's, that's a good, good one. That's yeah. a great trend. This was closely followed by the importance placed on monogamy and willingness to feel empathy towards others. I'm impressed. I am too. Yeah. So see, it is worth it if you really have had trouble out there. Taking the time on the eHarmony because they do. You wanted that is, me to do that one. That one is a lot of work to fill it out. Yeah, you wanted me to do that one. I'm like, uh. well, Julia, I mean, if Tinder a, works for some people, right? But it doesn't work for other people's because Match you, works for people. Yeah, but I mean, on Tinder, you got to be ready to like keep it going and talk to people. And if you don't like their voice, don't even bother mm-hmm. and don't you, keep a no, lot of, and if you don't, if you don't talk to them right away and you don't like the voice, hang up, but if you talk to them, then you meet them within the week. And then if you don't like them, then you're done. Yeah, you're done. Turn don't, and burn. Don't yeah, waste a turn lot of time. Turn and burn. That's what Tinder is for. Turn and burn people. Yeah. All right. That is some good sex Monday advice oh, right there. Gosh, all all of it was. I, we are all buying our tickets to Japan. That's right. <laughs> but for next year, because we missed it. That's no. right. All right. Who gets to kiss the tip? Oh. <laughs> yeah, we should well, that. the tree, you know. I know, the, no, no, but geez. Well, I know, but you know what I it's meant. It's a question every day everybody asks themselves before they go to bed. <laughs> Who gets to kiss the tip tonight? Oh, golly. Yeah. I know. All right, we'll be right back. Ain't nobody else that I be under. Beautiful, beautiful life right now. Beautiful, beautiful night right now. No, no, no. Thanks for hanging out with us. Our favorite headline today, it, it's got to be Beyonce and Jay-Z uh, from the NAACP Image Awards. They One skipped, hot couple. Oh, they skipped the red carpet, but she did let us know on Insta. She basically wore this like amazing white long robe thing like with like a... Bodysuit underneath. It had more like a shorts look to it. It was in a white hat. And but who do we think oh. is hot? Jay-Z is Jay-Z she- looks so hot. He looks hot. Something's changed there for us. Well. I love his hair. I love his hair. He looks thinner. He looks good. Yeah, he looks really good. Anyway, but Donnie did post. We did post. Didn't we post the NAACP? 
What did we post? What was our red uh, carpet today? I didn't post a red oh, carpet Oh, we didn't have today. post a red carpet. Oh, I know that. what you posted. We saw this on SNL. And if you watched it on Saturday night, they did. Uh, they spoofed us in a credit card commercial parody. Oh, funny. So it was and one very of their, clever. Uh, it was very yeah, clever. Was very so good. we did post that. Um, Sandra Oh was really pretty good. She is a very, she gave it her all. She was in several um skits and like three of them were very funny but i don't know what is going on with her hair i'm not going to answer because i wasn't around to see the yeah. hair Lori. so well, i can't i know, know hair goes through times of change but when you have curly hair naturally curly hair yes and you cut off bangs right across then you have curly bangs <laughs> and I don't know why I like my bangs oh, straight, oh, pressed, flat. Oh, Lori! If they're going to be curly, they kind of need a side part. They just were like mm-hmm. they look it like just flyaway. reminds me of Annie. Mm-hmm. Donnie, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm looking at her photo right now. I it, it, is this this is the look you didn't like yeah. with the blue suit on? Yeah, that. What what is it about that you don't like? I don't know. I had that hair in fifth grade when my <laughs> hair was curly and wild like yeah. that, and I cut my own bangs with oh. you know put the tape down and yeah i see him do you see him it's yeah. they're not right well they're not right jules she's going el natural that's fine i think she does look better when it's pulled away from her from her forehead like that yeah, yeah, yeah. when you can I'm see her sorry. forehead but she was killer in the skits yeah. right, very fine funny. but 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 okay. it was hard for you to focus because, because I got here. I, well i was glad she had a lot of wigs on during the skits <laughs> <laughs> so I, could I didn't worked. have to wonder about my non-existent flat iron getting to her. Flat iron? No, because I have naturally curly hair, she Donnie. Does. I, I know the you only do. reason I have smooth bangs yeah. is because someone does it for me. I know. If I had a bang, yeah. it would be I roughly. Would, I want you <laughs> to just. Cu- I want you to get wet one day just with your hair and, and let just, it be natural. And let it be natural and come to work. Oh, oh yeah, we, I don't we, know we, if I can. Do I'm going to do that to you at the cabin. I do it on vacation sometimes. I just would like to spray you with a giant soaker and see what your bloody hair looks like. We've never seen no, it. Julia, you've it. seen my hair curly. You Barely. saw me in at Carlson with my hair in banana clips and everything else, <laughs> trying to contain <laughs> the clips. wild woolly oh, bush really? of my hair. No, I've never no, seen No, I it. have Brager. I have. She's got a woolly bush. I didn't know this. I have naturally oh, curly. She it has. needs to be beaten into submission. <laughs> I, yeah. And a lot of other things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve McQueen's son is suing Tom Ford over the McQueen cardigan. I saw line. that. Steve McQueen. I didn't know he made cardigans cool. He did. Well, he did. The, and day, sunglasses yeah. and yep. watches and yeah. Mustang well, cars. Chadwick McQueen controls his father's publicity and trademark rights. And he said that Tom Ford's line of McQueen sweaters are infringing well, on they're them. calling him. I mean, everything about it is wrong. Well, he is selling it as a McQueen cardigan I for $2,390. I know he is. Yeah, and they are. call it inspired by the iconic. They're going to have to pay. Yeah, of they, course they You can't are. do that. Can we talk about... I never knew. I know, I don't think of Steve McQueen in a cardigan. There's a great picture of him with the son oh, in a cardigan. Right. I saw the whole all thing. Right, fine. Let's talk about the final four because it's happening. It's coming here this weekend, okay? Uh-huh. Um, Airbnb places are jacking up their prices. Yes. Now that they know who the mm-hmm. teams are. Are there eight teams coming? No, four. Just four. Okay. It's the final four. Okay. I didn't know. Last, last week was the Sweet 16. Okay. The Elite Eight. And then the Elite Eight, oh, yeah. okay, fine. Okay, so, so we're down to four. So the teams that are coming are... Michigan State, their Big Bet 10 team. We want them to win it all. Virginia, uh, Texas Tech, and Auburn. 
are oh, coming. Two new teams I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And Michigan State beat Duke, which has the number one draft choice, and in a buzzer beater at the end. So that was a um, a big upset. Yeah. So the games. So now are everyone be, knows who's coming, and now people can now make people their are plans. making their plans and buying their tickets and everything. And what they're saying in City Pages is that if you haven't found a place to stay, get with it. A- Airbnb is expecting you. And it's nearly 6,000 hosts in the Twin Cities area to jack up their prices. Mm. But this is always my favorite. In On any other day, this modern guest house, house on Lake Calhoun, Bodmakaska, you know, the new name. The new name, yes. yeah. That everyone's going to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a two-bed, one-bath for one ninety-five a night. Now, during the Final Four, $1,195 a night. Yeah. <laughs> I just stayed at a hotel downtown. Yeah, but maybe some of them are sold out. Yeah. And maybe you've got a big group of people and it's easier to buy a house yeah, for everybody right. than it mm-hmm. is to buy one room. Do you think people had pre-booked their hotel rooms and then they get to cancel them if their team doesn't get in? Because I'm they sure, know the other like, team? Because, you know, some of them were Yeah, expected. hotel, you're not charging. You're, no. not, you're not having Some to of them do. It. Like when you go to Nebraska for a football game, you, you have to prepay, prepay your hotel. And you it's do. non-refundable? Yep. Mm. Wow. Which I hate it yeah. because I got that one. Okay, so anyway, here are the games. Saturday's okay. first game is Auburn and Virginia at 5.09. I got to say this. Friday, you can go for free and watch the team's practice. Yeah, you can. That's yeah, my, There's my, a ton of things going yeah. on. But, I mean, Linda, who teaches foundational strength and some Pilates class, she said, mm-hmm. yeah, that Friday is free day to free. watch the team's mm-hmm. practice. Yep. At the U.S. Bank Stadium, you can take a a metro train, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever we call them here. Yeah, all right there. I just had to get in the one thing I knew. And then Texas Tech is playing Michigan State on Saturday night. And then the big game, the championship is always on the Monday night. Ah. Okay, so Sunday's off. And then it's going to be on Monday night. Yeah, do you think you're going to get any tickets for the Armory or anything? Or nah, who cares? So what, who cares? I have... um, other things going on. Yeah, okay. No, I want to go down to something because yeah. it's kind of fun. We've got all these people coming to town. Well, I'm telling you, if you're single, this seems like a good time to be mingling. Absolutely. You know? 72,000. And we're gonna and, and it's going to be days. like 67 here Some on Saturday. Yes. Warm weather. Right. Yes. Yes. So there's going to be a lot going on. People can hold their weather heads up here. What's that? Oh, we won't be as embarrassed as the right. 50 below zero for the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, not even that, because that's expected at that time no, of year. But we had Arctic cold weather. I for know, those but it's still winter and everybody yeah. joked about it and stuff. But there's something, even though we all know living here in April, it's a slow month to get into mm. bloom, to get going. But the Nets are up in tennis courts in some areas. I saw some patio things. Casey put out our furniture under our pergola. This is the earliest last Wednesday that's ever he been did? put out. Yeah. It was so nice out here. Oh, that's right. I was in the cold weather. Yeah, that it was, day. It was warmer, warmer here than it was in Orlando. Uh, shock of shock. Yeah, 67 on Saturday. Oh, so. yeah. All yeah, right. So. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.